I remember getting off the phone with Scott on my back porch with Leah. And as soon as we got off the phone, I look at Leah and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is it. Like, this is what I've always wanted to do. Um, I, this is what I've always wanted to start, but I just, I didn't know that it existed. And then it was called Search. Welcome to the Search in Your City podcast. I'm your host, Blaine Larson, and today we've got a very special edition of the Search in Your City podcast. We get to welcome Drew Wackerly to our staff in Collin County. Uh, That's just north of us here uh, in the DFW Metroplex, and Drew's joining us. Welcome, Drew, and Mel Cure, who everybody knows, I think, well. Mel's been our longtime area director in Collin County, so Mel, thank you for being here as well. Thank you, Blaine. So today, uh, this is all about welcoming Drew to our staff. And Mel, I want to start with with you because this has been a long process to find a partner for you up in Collin County. So tell us a little bit about that process and about how we found Drew, how you found Drew. Okay, well, I'll try to be brief, but um, what do Toyota, the Dallas Cowboys, and the PGA of America have in common? Blaine? <laughs> Nothing I can say on the podcast. I don't know. I, um, <laughs> they all are, have, are moving to Collin County, Texas. Their national headquarters of Toyota came shortly after we started search back in 2014, or late 13, 2014. Uh, 10,000 jobs came with them. Then come the Dallas Cowboys and Jerry Jones moving the headquarters of the Cowboys to the Star in Frisco. Now PGA of America is moving their whole operation, everything, five golf courses. We're going to have the first senior tour event in 2025. The world is moving to Collin County. I mean, I just uh, another one of our staff guys a little while ago sent me a slide that showed that the top 10 fastest-growing cities from July 1st, 2020 to July 1st, 2021, Denton and Collin County were in the top 10. Wow. I mean, it, it is crazy, the growth that's been happening up there. I've been there since 2005. And so from the day we started, really, it was like, how are we ever going to even dream of our vision being accomplished for search, which is every adult in every city being invited to know and share Jesus? Man, we, we, so I've been praying for partners from day one. And it it just as I've done for partners for my sons as they got married, uh, you know, years went by in some cases. And with Drew, it really was that. It's been at least a two, three-year intentional process of praying and and seeking through friends, uh, you know, a, a potential partner or partners. Well, I know you've been faithful in that that process, and it's been quite a quite a process. And many people have been praying, and that's what's so fun about this podcast mm-hmm. is Drew's really an answer to many many of the prayers of probably a lot of people who are listening mm-hmm. to us right now. Yep. So, uh, how did you get connected with with Drew specifically? Well, uh, actually, it's really a neat thing. He he was the result. He was a product of an earlier answer to prayer, which was for Denton County, because Scott Davis, has that been two years now? Scott just finished his second year, I think roughly? think so. Scott Davis uh, be, has be, became our Denton County area director, uh, and I've had the privilege of mentoring and being a part of Scott's ministry, and he, too, started praying with me for the rest of Collin County, and 
and actually knew Drew from his uh, time with with Young Life and introduced us at an opportune moment. And that began a courtship that's culminated in his joining us on as of May 1st. Well, let's just dive right into the man himself. Drew, thank you so much for being here and welcome. Welcome to the team. Yeah, thank you. I'm excited to be here. It's been a fun um Fun beginnings with search. It's been great. So you you're you're pretty new. So you joined May first. Yes. Right. Yeah. So at the time of this recording, you're a few weeks in. That's right. Uh, probably got it all figured out by now. We're not well, that complicated. Almost right? there. <laughs> I'll let no. you know. I'll let you know, brother. So uh, we want to introduce you to everybody. So uh, let's talk a little through through your story. So where are you from? Uh, what was what was childhood like for you? Yeah. So I. Grew up in St. Louis, Missouri. Um, uh, come from a, a Christian family. Uh, absolutely incredible parents that love the Lord. Um, are still married, uh, which is rare, uh, unfortunately, these days. And um, have two older sisters as well. And um, yeah, we we grew up going to church. I actually went to um, Christian grade school and middle school and high school. Um, yeah, I just have an incredible family. And uh, luckily now uh, they all live in the DFW area. So we all live uh, close to each other, close-ish to each other now. And uh, we get to see each other quite often. So That's that's fantastic. Having family around is, is really important. Um, so you, you go to uh, high school and uh, where'd you go to college? Well, I went to a few colleges. Um, okay. I ended at uh, Moody Bible Institute in Chicago. However, I went online while living in Tyler, Texas. Um, I moved to Texas when I was 19, uh, right after high school, and lived in Arlington for a year, and then moved to Tyler, Texas, and lived there for about five years, um, and went to... Tyler Junior College and UT Tyler, and finally ended at uh, Moody Bible Institute online and got my Bachelor's of Science in Biblical Studies. Tyler, Texas, named after? Do we know? <laughs> you don't oh, know? You lived there for five years? Now. Yeah, come know. on, Drew. I mean, maybe my wife would know. She's lived there for a while. Um, John, John, I don't know. Inform us. John Tyler. John Tyler. Who was? I have no idea, and I'm a seventh-generation Texan, sixth-generation yeah, Well, A president of the United States of America. There you go. So there you go. Little little fun fact, trivia. Has nothing to do with what from we're Blaine, talking about. He's from Nashville. Yes. So, okay, so you go to you go to Moody. Um, you study biblical studies there. Um, so you obviously have a heart for ministry if you're going to go pursue that type of degree. So can you walk us through a little bit about how— that developed in you and and what led you to to really be in ministry vocationally? Yeah. Um, you know, I gave my life to Jesus uh, summer before my senior year of high school. And I just remember really kind of immediately after giving my life to Jesus, just kind of having this heart and this desire to want to to reach my friends for Christ and uh, just having this desire to to share the good news of the gospel, even though at that point in my life, I didn't know what that looked like or really how to do it. But I just thought, you know what, I'm just going to 
give this my best shot. And I really, I remember my senior year of high school, I started a little, little Bible study uh, that met actually in the school um, after school, I think on, I don't know, Thursdays or Fridays or something like that. And, and we would just all get together and I would, I would pick some scripture that I, that I liked and, and kind of, and read it and would talk to everyone about it. And I mean, Lord, I I didn't know what the heck I was doing, but I just thought this is so great. And I'm learning so much about the Bible and, and about my identity in Christ. And I just wanted to share it with kind of anybody that came in to my path. And so I found myself my senior year uh, walking around the halls with a Bible in my hand and finding myself uh, just engaging um, friends that I had seen uh, throughout my years in high school. And a lot of them kind of just coming up to me and saying, Drew, I've noticed that you've, you've changed. And, and I want to, I want to know what happened? How, what are you doing? What's going on in your life? Cause I want to change too. And, uh, <laughs> I, I mean, probably a few times a week throughout my senior year of high school, I would say, well, Hey, let's, you know, during lunch, let's sit in the hallway and I'll walk you through, uh, the Bible and things that I know and things that I'm learning. And, and through those meetings, I got to share the gospel with a lot of my friends in high school, just from living life with them and them kind of noticing things different about me. Um, so that was kind of the spark of my um, desire and heart to want to do ministry. And just moving forward, that desire and heart went into college. And uh, my roommate and I, we actually ended up starting a uh, campus ministry at UT Tyler that has now grown into a young adults ministry at a church. Um and it was actually called Mom. Uh, that was an, it was an acronym that we called Mom, and we got to put Mom really big on the front of a T-shirt. And uh, but it stood for Men on Mission. And really, what we did is we just we would go into the campus and we would just do our best to engage and find lost people and just create relationships with them. And um, so, from really throughout my time in ministry. From the time that I gave my life to Jesus, I've just always had this this heart for relational ministry. And what I mean by relational ministry is just the idea of engaging in conversation and getting to know people relationally so that in due time I can share the gospel with them. And, and they would trust and believe and know that first, I love them as a person. Uh, and second, you know, I want them to know Jesus and I want them to know the joy that I have in Christ. So there was almost uh, just a, there, there was no pressure to be in ministry or something that just came out of you. You, you just, you were doing it, you loved it. And then opportunities presented themselves. And it seems like you just just love doing ministry. And so eventually you go on staff with Young Life, right? So tell us a little bit about how that happened and and uh, just a little overview of what you've done the last uh, few years with Young Life. Yeah, so I got introduced to Young Life uh, through my wife, Leah, when we were living in Tyler. Uh, and, you know, I Leah is 
a huge, huge part of my heart and desire for relational ministry. I mean, she was the first person that I had ever met that just desired and valued true relationship and truly meaningful um, conversations um, to, to get to know people and to love who they are and, and where they're at in life. And so she get, just gave me this incredible vision to just put an emphasis on relationships. Uh, and she's the first person that I ever met to, to challenge me in that way and to, to show me that. And so I have her to thank for, for really, I think, my heart for relational ministry. And um, she was involved with, still is involved with Young Life, uh, became a Young Life leader when she was 19, and she's still going. And um, and she just loves Young Life, and she told me all about it. And I remember when she told me about it, I'm like, okay, if Leah loves this ministry so much, I I got to check it out. I got I to gotta see what Young Life is all about. And I believe it was when we were engaged. It might have been when we were married. I, I visited Young Life Club for the first time, and I absolutely loved it. And so after we got married, I talked with the area director in Tyler, Texas, and uh, became a volunteer leader. And Leah and I, we got to volunteer lead for the same class of students, her with the girls and me with the guys, um, for until their senior year of high school. Um, and it was just an incredible blessing and so much fun to do. And I remember I went to Young Life Camp at Crooked Creek uh, my first year volunteer leading, and it was also around the time that I was finishing up school at Moody Bible Institute. And I remember just in that moment, in those days, just thinking and praying, like, what do, what do I want to do after graduation? Do I, do I want to um, continue forward and just go get my master's and continue to work at Starbucks, or do I want to um, work for a ministry or a church? And and Leah really encouraged me. She said, Drew, I think you should apply for Young Life staff. I mean, you love it, and you should do it. And and uh, and she also told me at that point, you know, it, it's always been one of my dreams to apply for Young Life staff. And she said, we should just, we should do it together. And so we, uh, we applied together, and uh, through applications and interviews, we ended up going on Young Life staff in McKinney, Texas, and we actually restarted Young Life there in McKinney, Texas. So, And when was that? What year? That was in January. We actually moved in January of 2017. However, we were on the ground doing some groundwork for McKinney Young Life, commuting from Tyler um, uh, late 2016, um, like August, September, November. So, so five years, six years or so, five and a half, yeah, six yeah. years, doing that. And in that time, uh, y'all have uh, some some children. Yeah, yeah. We so uh, tell us about your family yes, a little bit. Definitely. We uh, so we have two daughters, uh, Sutton, who is four years old. Uh, she's incredible. She loves art. Uh, she's always going. Um, always wanting to play games, just she's so much fun. And then we have Mills, who is 19 months, and uh, she's 
she's fun. She's really coming out of her shell right now, starting to talk a little bit. And, you know, we'll just kind of randomly start dancing in the living room and different things like that. So it's, uh, yeah, they're, they're both at super fun ages. And, um, yeah, they're awesome. So what makes you think, well, maybe there's something else for me to do? So been with yeah. Young Life five or six years, but something's unsettled in your your spirit and your soul. And talk us through a little bit about that process and then what eventually uh, led you to search. Yeah. So really cool. And in answer to prayer, I just remember early on, when I first started with Young Life, even just being a volunteer, falling in love with the ministry, and and even just more specifically, just the ministry of just the relational ministry aspect of of how Young Life does ministry, I remember thinking, man, why why is there not something like this for adults? Early on, I asked myself, why is there not like a Young Life for adults? And I even remember me and my buddy, Josh, um, we would talk on the phone and I would tell him about Young Life. And he he and I began to brainstorm, like, what would it look like if we like started a church that kind of had this ministry model of just relationally, like emphasis on relationships. And I still have an Evernote with our notes on it, brainstorming of what this ministry or church could look like. And so... Anyways, fast forward to um, being on staff, and uh, I remember 2020, the year 2020 comes, and uh, the world is shut down. I just found out that Leah was pregnant with Mills, and Young Life is in a space where we're not able to have events. We're doing, like, mass FaceTime calls with kids, and I remember walking and uh, just praying and I remember just asking God, is there something else for me right now? Or is, is Young Life for me coming to a close uh, just with everything that's happening? Not in the sense that I was throwing my arms up and giving up because of quarantine or anything, but just sensing, are you transitioning my time? And... um I remember praying, Lord, if there's something else out there for me, I just, I need you to present it to me and just make it obvious, throw it in my lap. And I knew that was a lofty prayer, (laughs) Um, but I prayed it and um, probably, golly, I don't, a month before that, I was talking with Scott Davis on the phone. He called Leah and I because he was actually our old supervisor um, with Young Life. And he he called Leah and I and he old, said— Old, like former or just— Well, you know, in both senses of the word. Uh, I'm hoping no. <laughs> he listens to this. That's why I'm, I'm ribbing him a little. Former, uh, yeah, former and, yeah, formal. Uh, we'll, we'll just leave it at that. Um Anyways, he called and he said, hey, I just wanted to tell, he calls Lee and I, he said, I just want to call you guys and tell you that I am transitioning off of Young Life staff and I'm uh, joining in a ministry called Search. And so he began to, to tell us what Search was and explain it to us. And I remember getting off the phone with Scott on my back porch with Leah. And as soon as we got off the phone, I look at Leah and I'm like, Oh my gosh, this is it. Like this is 
what I've always wanted to do. Um, I, this is what I've always wanted to start, but I just, I didn't know that it existed. And then it was called search. And, um, so that was something that I began to pray like, okay, God, like if this is what you have for me, I pray that you'd lay it in my lap. And I didn't think it was ever a possibility until, um, at one point Scott and I, uh, were getting lunch just to kind of catch up and kind of still considered Scott a friend. And, um, he told me, you know, I, uh, they're kind of looking and praying for someone in Collin County. And I, and I know that you're kind of at this point holding your hands up to God saying, if there's something else for me, present it to me. And so Scott said, you know, if you want, I can, I can pass your name along. And I thought, oh my gosh, yes. I, I didn't even think that this would be a possibility for me. Um, and so that just began, as Mel said earlier, just began conversations and a courtship of, you know, Mel and I meeting with Scott and, and then finally an application turned in and interviews, uh, beginning to start. And now here we are a few weeks into the job. Uh, so yeah, just an, an incredible answer to prayer, looking back on just my heart and my questions to God and, and seeing where I'm at now is is amazing. We are really so excited and thrilled that you're you're part of Search, and uh, it's fun to watch just a little bit of the journey that God has you on, and how He brought you here, and how He kind of meshed the the prayers and the and the people that have been hoping and praying for uh, another staff member in Collin County, and then your story, and brought those together. Um, and I think there's just amazing things up ahead. So. Last question for you, and then I'm going to uh, go back to Mel here for a little bit. So when you think about what's next with search, new opportunity, uh, new role, all that kind of stuff, what makes you most excited? Honestly, one of the things that I am so excited about is leading my first forum. I mean, uh, from the the moment that I heard about what forums are, I mean, I just thought, this is incredible. And then I, I finally got to visit an open forum um, about a month or a few weeks ago. And I remember calling Leah on my way home and just going, there's just nothing like this happening for adults. I mean, this is just absolutely incredible. And just hearing... Um, yeah, just, just hearing adults open up, um, and share their, their questions and concerns about God and who he is and how he works. And, um, I, I just can't wait to engage that and step into that. And then in the follow-up, go even deeper and continue the conversation, uh, with those people. I'm, I'm really excited about that. Well, you should be. The forums, they're, they're the most exciting thing, I think, that we do, and they're also the scariest yeah. <laughs> and hardest. <laughs> but you'll learn all about that. So, Mel, all yes. right, you've got a, an amazing new partner here in Collin County. Uh, I'm going to let you brag on him a little, okay, even though he's here in the room with us. But what, is, what does Drew bring to the team for, for you, for your board, and what you're doing up there in Collin County? Multiple things, multiple things. Can I back up real quick before I answer that? Though? Sure. I think his story and the story of us 
joining hands in this ministry is is really a great example of relational ministry. I mean, the reality is, you know, we met through friends. Mm. We we really did, and and at the same time, we were both praying to the same God. So, I think God does work through relationships. I think that's just the way it is, and so I'm excited to have you with that. It's like but, all this stuff is real. <laughs> yeah. Putting flesh on it, you bet. So, so anyway, but what am I excited about with Drew? Teachable, kind, um, much more attentive to detail than I am. He came with a piece of paper today that had bullet points on it. I came going, "Hey, play what are we gonna do?" You know. So, so I, you know, I, I uh, I'm very excited to see. He's got a wonderful wife. He he usually precedes her name with my beautiful wife, Leah. Yeah. Um, so, so you know, I'm excited that we we have a family coming and joining us. I'm excited that he's been in McKinney, and see, I was in Frisco, you know, for eight years as a pastor before we started search. I love that he's not having to relocate. But what'll be fascinating for him, because it was for me, is he'll look at his city differently now, and and it just opens a whole new opportunity for Jesus uh, that was there all along at some level, but boy, it's amazing you find what you look for, as one of our staff guys loves to say, and boy, he's hmm. had an impact on a lot of us. And you start looking for lost adults, and they're everywhere. So, so when you think of the future of search in, in Collin County, what what changes? What what can you do now adding adding Drew, doubling your, your staff? Uh, what are you going to be able to do? What's that vision look like the next few years? Yeah, I think the thing that uh, I'm most excited about and praying for now is, you, you know, it's it's one thing. One, a lot of companies at least measure success, I think, by creating and training producers, people that'll get out there and produce for you. The the double challenge for us, an opportunity though, every challenge has opportunity, is is to produce reproducers. And and while I've been working hard at trying to do that with lay people, not just reaching lost people, but reaching found people and enabling them to help reach lost people. Now we double the multiplier, you know, and so, so hopefully exponential impact uh, if we've, and we've had some, but by God's grace, but hopefully that now doubles and it opens the eyes of, if you don't know the geography of Collin County, I'm on the West side of the County and Drew's on the East side of the County and the cities that we live in are and more than 200,000 each and Collin County now has 1.2 million people in it. And Denton County has 900,000 plus. I mean it really is just astonishing how much and how fast it's been growing. So we I hope Drew's the first of many. You know, I hope before I hang it up there's there's many more multiplying of multipliers going on multiple staff. So to me, it's just a start, really, of a great journey, and we're going to try to catch up and catch every adult in every city and talk about Jesus. Well, y'all are you're well on your way, and I totally agree, Mel. I think the need is great, and the opportunity to add even even more staff is uh, is it's right there. We, we want to go find them. Please pray. Continue to pray with us if you're listening to this. So thank you all both very much for being here today. This was this was a fun, uh, very fun conversation. And Drew, again, welcome welcome to the search team. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. I'm I'm beyond excited to to be here and to to be doing this, especially with Mel. Uh, it's been fun. Been Thanks great. for having us. If Glenn. anybody wants to get a hold of Drew, I'm thinking uh, to. Can you give us your email? Throw your email out address yeah, out here, and you have yeah. to spell your last name. Yes, so it's <laughs> dwackerly at searchnational.org. Wackerly is W A E C K 
E-R-L-E. Um, not on my phone. Siri calls him Wackerel. Wackerel. Drew Wackerel. <laughs> well, you might have to rewind that a couple times and get it. But if anybody's listening to this, uh, if you want to get in touch with, with Drew, you can through his email address. Thank you guys very much. And thanks to everybody for listening to the Search in Your City podcast. And we will see you next time. Mm-hmm.